Tom Bernard Show with JB. I'm Doug Sprintall. <laughs> Mike Bellina. And Andy Brant Bernard. That is called the Christmas, uh, pre-Christmas luncheon. That got Sprintall right there. We'll that was the right. quickest start ever. I know. It. What? It was phenomenal. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Doug. <laughs> oh, I thought you were still eating. No, I'm, I yeah. right, choked Doug's, it down. Got to make money. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, Walzer is closed on Christmas Eve, Sunday, state law, and we all operations are closed on Christmas as well. We do have a big after-Christmas sale that starts, uh, actually, it starts today. You can go to walzer.com and see all the new car specials for all the Minnesota locations, and it runs through January 2nd. So if you're in the market, this is a good time to buy. And that's the end of the spot, so I can eat some more of this cheese. It's really good. Isn't that stuff delicious? It is great. Hickory Farms, man. Walzer Automotive Group. <laughs> I was going to do a Doug eating. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Love it. Let your heart be light. All right, so we guessed that the man who owns the most land in the United States of America is one of the Koch brothers. Is that our guess? Because I don't know yet. It's a good guess as any, I would think. It is indeed. The list may not have the same cachet as the Forbes list of richest Americans, but it's an interesting look at an often overlooked aspect of U.S. wealth. The Land Report is out with its annual list of the 100 largest private landowned holders in America. And sitting on top is a man who made his fortune in the telecom business. Liberty Media Chairman John Malone has 2.2 million acres across the United States, spread across several states from coast to coast. The Washington Post highlights the rich are getting richer component of the list. In 2007, the 100 biggest landowners collectively had 27 million acres. In 2017, that total is 40.2 million acres, uh, roughly the equivalent of New England without Vermont. Well, think of all the tax they're paying on that, though. That's a think of his taxes. Yeah, that is a, a very large driving force behind the uh, country's tax income. I feel. Yeah. Because you know, 40.2 million acres. How much does a, you know, how much is the average acre 
cost in taxes. Oh, God, I don't even know. Uh, the Post sees the growing list uh, interest in uh, land acquisition as a more stable investment for investors who don't want to be at the mercy of the stock market. Uh, the top 10 do follow, so let's go to the next page, Andy. I want to see who the top 10 landowners are. Yeah, there you go. Uh, they may have gone from 27 to 40.2 million acres in the past 10 years. Property taxes have gone from 880 to 2,000. So, you know. 880 to 2,000? Yeah, per acre. $2,000 a year? Uh, yeah, the uh, average acre costs $2,000 a year. In taxes? <clears throat> yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, so 2,000 times 40 million, what's that going to be? A couple, it's like 8 billion? See if you can look it up if it's undeveloped land, though, because it's going to, yeah, if it's an average, yeah, that's, that's got, you know, homeowner property taxes and all that sort of stuff. And oh, but it's commercial. also got, you know, Montana. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Montana is, uh, land's pretty cheap there. What do you mean? Well, you know, where no one's building. Well, it depends on what part of Montana. Some of it is really expensive. Well, yeah. It's Doug Sprinthal on the list. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Land Baron? Yep. Number 10 is Pingree Heirs. They're all heirs or families. They are. Families or heirs, every one of them, except for like two people. What is Pingree? What is that? I don't know. P-I-N-G-R-E-E. Sounds British. Pingree Airs own 830,000 acres. Number nine, King Ranch Airs own 911,215 acres. Number eight, the Singleton family owns 1.1 million acres. Brad Kelly owns 1.15 million acres. Six, the Irving family, 1.25 million. Five, Reed family, 1.37 million. Number four, Stan Cranky. Oh, the owner, he owns a professional team. He does? Stan yes. Cranky does? Yep. I do not know. He owns the Denver Nuggets. Also the Colorado Avalanche of the NHL, the Colorado Rapids of Major League Soccer, and some other stuff that no one's ever heard of. How did Stan Oh, Cran- and the L.A. Rams also. Yes. He owns the L.A. Rams too? He's, he's Why a jerk. is that at the end of the... I knew that name was very familiar. He was a jerk that yanked the Rams out of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's the one who did it. Mm-hmm. So how did he make his money in the first place, does it say? Uh, I'm going to guess... Ah. Radio. His, <laughs> his wife <laughs> is the daughter of James Walton, yep. the, farm, the founder of Walmart. Oh, my God. So it's all his wife's money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he, it seems to be the case. Yeah, so it's all his wife's he money. He was also the pain in the butt at TCF Bank Stadium about the bathrooms right. when the Rams are playing the Vikings. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he oh, yeah. caused a big ruckus. Oh, he did? Yeah, he, he had bodyguards <clears throat> block the bathroom so nobody else could get in there until he was... What? Oh, my God. How old is this guy? Who, Cranky? Don, Stan Cranky. Stan Cranky is 70. What a jerk. Uh, number three, Emerson family, 1.96. Ted Turner owns 2 million acres and John Malone, 2.2 million acres. So uh, Stan Cranky owns a lot of stuff, and he thinks he's a very big deal, apparently. He yeah, does own a lot of stuff. They were going to build a, a new basketball gym for um, Mizzou. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Walton family was, and somehow mm-hmm. he got involved, and that didn't happen. Oh, so he got involved, so he shut that down, huh? Mm-hmm. Does that guy have any any background in business or anything, or did he just... 
got his wife's money and therefore he's a big deal? Basically. Did he know what he was doing? Because he was originally the person who talked Georgia Frontieri to move to St. Louis. All those years ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. So all those years ago. Right. I, yeah, I had no idea because that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Didn't her husband drown or something in the ocean? I'm unaware of that. Something like that. I don't know. In any case, what do you think of this whole Papa John's thing? I find it rather interesting well, that Papa he... John's is losing its chairman because he had an opinion. There it is. It's it's part of... I'm going to guess it was a right-wing opinion. No. Oh, wow. <clears throat> really? Well, I suppose you could look at it as a right-wing opinion, but I don't think it was. The Papa John of Papa John's is stepping down as CEO of the pizza chain. Effective January 1st, CNN reports. Papa John's founder, John Schnatter, will stay on as chairman, the company said Thursday. No reason for Schnatter's changing role was given, but the company said he will be pursuing his personal passion for entrepreneurship, leadership development, and education, according to Bloomberg. Schnatter will be replaced by Papa John's chief operating officer, Steve Ritchie, who started at the company in 1996 as a customer service rep making $6 an hour. Business Insider reports Schnatter, who owns about 25% of Papa John's, previously left his position in 2005 amid declining sales, only to come back three years later. Not only are Papa John's sales once again declining, stock is down more than 30% mm-hmm. this year. Well, he made a stupid comment. What was that? That the um, his business was suffering because of uh, the downturn of the NFL. And most people would realize it's got more to do with concussions and young people don't watch it as much because they don't watch TV as much. But he made it seem like, and it was almost stated like, those black guys kneeling on the sideline is the reason why nobody's watching the game anymore. In November, Schnatter blamed declining sales on football players protesting the treatment of black Americans during the national anthem and the NFL not doing more to stop them. That led to an apology from the company two weeks later, but not before white supremacist website The Daily Stormer <laughs> mused about Papa John's being the official pizza of the alt-right. Oh, boy, that that's a cold, kiss of man. death right there. There's your kiss of death. Now I understand. Yeah, and oh, as yeah. if that's news, someone that they don't even know said something about them, so that makes them you know, affiliated with the white supremacists. Right. It doesn't even make sense, but that's what people are I like. In response, Guilt by association. The, in response, the chain had to clarify it didn't want hate groups for customers. That's so sad. It is sad that they even had to tell people that. How yeah, do you so, not know that? So you can make someone look bad by saying, oh, I'm a Nazi and I like this person. So that person is now a Nazi. That's stupid. Yeah, it really is. I don't know. It's just, uh, tell you the truth, I think Papa John's pizza sucks anyway. So It's not the best. It's, it's not good. It's just very bland. Don't you think? I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not much a pizza guy anyway. Actually, a fan of Papa John's. You are? Mm -hmm. I can never remember Papa John's versus Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's (laughs) is the one you take Take and bake. Okay. Papa John's is delivery. Actually, almost a year ago, they almost hired me as their spokesperson, their voiceover. Oh, really? And then it went away at the last minute, so. Somebody put the kibosh on that. Oh, yeah, that guy. Well, I haven't seen Papa Murphy's ads in a long time. So. Oh, yeah, they, stay, mm-hmm. they run them. You mm-hmm. see them. Yeah, they just because they've had a cheeseburger with pickles pizza. Uh, sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> P- 
Pete cheeseburger with pickle pizza? Mm-hmm. See, that's the that right there is the downside of legalized marijuana. <laughs> well, Somebody was stoned and they thought, let's make mm-hmm. a pickle and cheeseburger pizza. It'll that's a very great. good point, actually. But from the people I've known who tried all said they were surprised by it. Mm. They were good? Yeah. They thought it was good? Yeah. Well, that's good. See? Samuel Black tells WTXF he thought it was a nightmare when he heard what happened to his four-month-old daughter earlier this week in Philadelphia. Family says little Journey. You named your kid. You oh named wow, your kid and Journey. And it's J O U R N I. Yeah, Journey. Boy, that's a good Thanks. future that kid's got. Thanks, mom and dad. Uh, family says little Journey was in bed at their first floor apartment Wednesday night when she was attacked by a raccoon, leaving her hospitalized and facing a year of recovery. Journey's mother, Ashley Rogers, says uh, she heard noises when she was in the bathroom, went to check on Journey in bed and saw a raccoon running away. I heard her screaming and crying, Rogers tells WPVI. By the time I got to where she was off the bed across the room on the floor with blood all over her face, Journey's uncle was in disbelief. A raccoon dragging an innocent baby off a bed onto the floor? What was he going to do, eat her? Was he going to kill her? Images of Journey's injuries show claw marks to her face and forehead, a wound near her eye, and more. Roger says she needed 64 stitches and a rabies shot. Yeah, it does kind of sound like rabies behavior. Yeah, Yeah, I think think it's definitely rabid. I don't think a raccoon would normally do this. And isn't... Where they said a year of treatment, isn't that the year of treatment, the no, rabies shot? No, the rabies shot is just like, a, you know, you get it before you show symptoms and then you're good. Well, I think they give you a series, though. I think it's like eight or ten yeah. shots. They're supposed to be really painful. I've heard rabies shots are not pleasant. Does that yeah. still hurt like a madman? Well, it's in the ad, ad, your stomach. The abdomen? Yeah. Yeah. Abdomen. yeah. Abdomen. They still do it that way? From what I understand. I think so. Uh, in any case, families considering legal action against their landlord, who the city says may be reason. Uh, an animal should have gotten into the house with the minors. Uh, there's no reason. He adds, it's just ridiculous. My daughter could have lost her life. The family had only been in the apartment for a week when the attack happened. Animal control officers set a trap for the raccoon and in case it comes back. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's rabid, isn't it? You would think so. I think no so. I don't think there's any question about it. Yeah, raccoons What's up? Are, raccoons aren't really known for their bravery. <laughs> Why don't you bring your sister? Because I don't need her stealing my, thunder? my thunder anymore. Yeah. She was stealing your thunder yesterday, you thought? Yeah. She's got a lot of personality. Yeah, she does. Jenny's a greeno joins us later. I'm going to stamp that out of her. you just squash it? <laughs> just going to crush her spirit? I think, I think uh, puberty will do that for me. Do you want some caramel? No, <laughs> I'm okay. They brought this entire bag of caramels. Who, and it was who's they? Listener. Oh, well, maybe I will. I don't want to be rude. Yeah, exactly. I'll eat it right into the mic. There's nothing wrong with that. It'll all work out in the end. (laughs) So how have you been? I've been good. Um, I'm so glad you guys had Sam Jay on. She's one of my my favorites. Sam Jay's amazing. She's very, very honest. I love her. So have you ever worked with her? Yeah, her and I go back to Boston. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because she, like, yeah, she's from Boston originally. Yeah, I remember her. And you went from Minneapolis or Eden Prairie or where is it? I went, just this place. Just this, this place. place. You went from this place <laughs> out to Boston? Out to Boston, yeah. So we started there and did our Boston stuff. How long were you in Boston? Um, Five years. Five well, years? Well, college, well, all together. Oh, so you were in college? Yeah, so like oh, nine, okay. but five years doing comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then... Then L.A., and, you know, now I'm trying to get a job somewhere else. 
I thought you were acting and doing stand-up, and I thought you were doing all kinds of stuff. I'm doing all kinds of stuff, but I wanna, I want to, um, I wanna, you know, have a writing job and pop out a baby eventually. Do you? Yeah. You married? No. Do you have a boyfriend? No. Do you have a girlfriend? No. I just want to <laughs> pop out a baby. Can you write? It's time. <laughs> it's time. Well, how- I need more material. That's basically it. I'm out of jokes. I can't keep writing not on Olivia's coattails. Jokes. You're lying. You're not out of jokes. <laughs> It's not true at all. I gotta. I have to, you know, have my own child so I can not feel so bad when I make fun of it on stage. Well, but Olivia's good for now. Yeah, she's she's a good placeholder. Although you didn't know how old she was, but other I knew how old she was. You, you didn't know how old she. Was. You said she was eight. I never said anything. Liar. Okay. <laughs> no, who said she all was right. eight? Somebody, somebody said she was eight. Someone in the studio thought they were like, "So you brought your daughter in?" Yeah. Well, that like, was last. You. <laughs> You didn't, you didn't take that well. Ah, <laughs> no. uh, she's well. Depending on where in Minnesota you are, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know, up, I know. Up north, I know. There she'd are, be grandma by now. There are quite a few people I went to high school with who were parents by the time they graduated from high school. Yeah. Do you guys remember the Gloucester thing? The Gloucester um, thing. About that the, all the teenage girls who took a pack. Oh yeah. Oh pack. yeah. I do remember so that. Very bizarre. I absolutely remember that. I bet they all, the kids all ended up really good. No, those kids are all Harvard graduates. I'm sure they are. By now. No question. They had a great life. Yeah. Harvard Academy of Dog Grooming. <laughs> we will take them right back. It's still a good academy, all right? Yes, it is. It is. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your My Pillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one My Pillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at mypillow.com, keyword KQRS or call 800-694-2056. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Music for the Zagrino family, all the nice Italian people. Yeah, we have three Christmas trees up. Three, three, yeah. How big is your parents' house? Small, just a very modest little split level. There's one upstairs, one downstairs, then Olivia has her own tree. Olivia has her own tree. (laughs) Yeah, she seems pushy enough to get her own tree. Kind of how we did it in um, Florida, didn't we? We like a bunch of small trees. And we did, actually. Yeah. So did. we did it out at the farm, too. We had a Christmas tree on the first floor and a Christmas tree down uh, the lower level. Oh, yeah, big, we did. Big trees? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. not like, you know. Not they, they were probably like seven feet. The one we have now is gigantic. Seven, that seven feet is huge. Oh, That's what a we person. Got now? That's okay. an NBA player. How tall is the one we got now at the house? About 10 or 11 feet? At least, yeah. Oh, my god. Maybe more than that. I have a, huge. in my house, I have a 
Did I tell? Did I ever say this? I have a Princemas tree that I've kept up all year. Princemas because of Prince. Yeah, I had one last year, and I just never took it down. It's just been in the house. Because you're a Prince fan. All year. Yep. Just so light just, it up every once in a while. <laughs> you kept your Princemas tree up all year. But you, he wasn't even dead then yet. No, it was last year. He was dead. He, he he's been dead for at least a couple he's of years. He's been dead for a while. No. Yeah. Let's see. He uh, last year. Prince died April 2016. Honest to God, he's been dead for almost two years already. Yep. I can't take it. <laughs> this Life. year's been real rough. I thought 2016 was bad. But 17 Wow. Years. I mean, 2018, that's going to be a, a real fire year. I think so. I mean, L.A.'s already on fire. <laughs> Explain yeah. this to me. You live in Los Angeles now. How do they not understand the whole wisdom of controlled burns? Because they, they, they do pollute but nowhere near as much as burning houses and cars yeah i did they i know up in like the sequoias they do the controlled burns yeah they don't do supposed to do them well in la they have to do in la they said they didn't want to because of pollution or something like that in la i mean it was your fault well yeah la i mean who doesn't love seeing that beautiful green haze every time you come into lax it's gorgeous. <laughs> Beautiful green oh, haze. You're just like, here I am. You know, people don't belong living in L.A. No. It's not a good climate for people to live in. It really is not. No. Why is that? Too easy to pollute. I mean, seriously. It's, LA, it's L.A.'s fault that it's so easy to pollute? Yes. Okay. It absolutely is. It's all trapped in there. Well, everything is kind of trapped in there. In the That's valley. true. If you guys ever, if you ever go to, um, if you go out to like Joshua Tree in the Coachella Valley, there's this really great overlook in Joshua Tree where you can see all the valley, and mm-hmm. there's basically one part of it that's all hazy and mm-hmm. gross, and that's because it's like, oh, that's where the L.A. air gets trapped, yeah, like in this little corridor, and it's just... Isn't that weird? It ruins yeah. everything. We're old enough that, you know, in the 60s, actually, back to the 30s and 40s, the whole country was like that, really. It was, And yeah. we're about to go back to it yeah, again. Yeah, I know. Isn't that exciting? Woo! No, we're not. Lift those regulations. I wonder we're if they could, like, back to anything. <laughs> drill a hole through, you know, the rock or something so that the haze can get out. I wonder if that would help. I don't think haze goes down. A haze hole? Is, <laughs> haze is heavier than air, isn't it? Because it's air with crap in it, so it's got to be heavier, doesn't it? I mean, it just kind of floats on one part. True. No, I like your logic. It's good. Let's see. Smog heavier than air. The internet knows everything. If that was true, then all the haze would just be, like, at our feet, right? Isn't that how it is? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been to that part of the country? No. Okay, well, there you go. (laughs) I hear they have dragons over there, too. I've been to San Francisco... A long time ago, and I was too busy looking at my wallet, making sure no one stole it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's now the most dangerous city in America. It's you know very, that? very San dangerous Francisco's now. San Francisco is now the most dangerous city in America. Oh, yeah, there's a ton really? of crime there now. Yeah, lots and lots of well, crime. May- Google shouldn't have moved in there. Yeah, that's Google's fault. Are, they, are we it's talking wor- about that kind of crime or like Google oh, like level stabbings kind of and crime? Shooting, right. Stabbings and shootings and all that. It's worse than Baltimore? Stealing? Yeah, it is. Really? I it's don't know dangerous. about. I mean, San Francisco is it's worse than 99% of the country, but Baltimore is, you know, I think, it, I think a special beat. place. <laughs> See, I love, one thing yeah, I love but about, San Francisco has a, you know, you get there and you're like, oh, well. If I get murdered, who cares? At least the climate is nice. Yeah, it's nice. Look at the bay. Mm. It is a beautiful, beautiful town there, no Mm -hmm. doubt. But the people are not pleasant. I think it's all the AIDS. (laughs) 
It's the um, AIDS? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. There's a lot of AIDS. We get, well, no, Charlie. that's Charlie Sheen's house. Oh. <laughs> Is right. it just that one? <laughs> well, yeah, but it radiates out. Oh, God. Would you stop? It's not uh, airborne. <laughs> thank God Melina could edit that isn't whole the, part out. Isn't the A airborne? airborne All right. Uh, We're trying to keep the show on the air here, Andrew. How is... Being a smart ass. This is not something you can't say on the radio. Are you still looking whether or not smog is heavier than air? No, no, I'm trying to look at, up the Baltimore versus San Francisco crime data. Oh, okay. I yep. mean, that's a productive a productive thing to do. What do you got? And well, then yeah, what I'll do you, know. What do you plan to achieve? Then I'll know it forever. But it always changes, though. Nope, it'll never change again. Okay. It's done changing. <laughs> that's it. I'm sure Detroit was... Was worse. Than oh, now, you Detroit know. was yeah, a beauty. Yeah. All the all the hipsters are moving in and buying like uh, ten dollar yeah. houses. Ten dollar houses. Yeah. I was uh, that's I was saying a couple of years ago. It's like you know they're so cheap they can't be worth less than the land that they're on. Just tear them down and then there you go. Be like uh, Ted whatever Ted Williams, two million acres. Ted Williams. Who? Wasn't it Ted Williams? Ted Turner. Whatever. <laughs> Ted, Ted Williams is dead. <laughs> Like the, the he's, he's super player? dead. Yeah, he doesn't even have a head. <laughs> yeah, his head is cut off. As oh, right. Cut off we Ted were, Williams' head. Yeah, they yeah. froze it. They froze why? it. That's why I heard because we were talking about cryonics. Okay, yeah. he's a he's a baseball player. His whole point yeah. is his body. So why Save would you just head. be like, yeah, I don't I don't want that part? Well, what happened was he signed like a thing with his kids that said that when they died, they'd all get frozen so that they could like be a family again in the future. Gross. This is what happens That's when you get so too many face stupid. fastballs to the helmet. Yeah, yeah well, I guess so. That. But well, yeah, he was. He's like one no of the. Uh, back then. He's like one of the uh, most well-known cryopreserved people. I actually got to talk to him one time on the phone. That just the head. He was crabby. Did he say? I hear so he's cold. kind of an asshole. Oh, he, he was, was not a pleasant person at all. Really? Oh, no, he, he was. was not. What's with baseball players? We got we got him, and then you got the um, other guy. Presents. Yeah, that other the dude. Other guy, what what a dick. Yes, Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb, yeah. He was a racist. Oh, he was the one Ted, of the worst. Well, he just hated everybody, I think. Ted Williams just didn't understand why people couldn't do the same things he could do. Yeah. <laughs> why can't you hit 405? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Ty Cobb beat up a fan in the stands who's a World War One veteran. Really? He didn't have any arms. No arms, and he beat him up. Yeah, Ty Cobb just hated everyone. That's a story. right there. Oh, my God. That is a true story. He beat wow. up somebody with no hands. Guy can't even hit you back, and you're beating the hell out of him. Oh, me. my God. Hated Most the people world. don't that's, see the humor in that story. I re- that's, uh, that is you might a, be the a only one. hilarious story. <laughs> oh, it's true. That's a true story. He beat it's up a guy with no hands. It's a true hilarious story, and I really want it to be in a movie. Oh, honest like, to God. <laughs> The story of Ty Cobb. Did you ever hear what Ty Cobb said on stage in Reno, Nevada, no, at a casino once? No, please enlighten once? me. Louis Prima, who was a band leader back then. Yeah. Was this Your the cousin. Georgia Brown thing? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> they called Ty Cobb the Georgia Peach because he was from Georgia. Yeah. Right? And he was a peach. And he was a peach. And he's a <laughs> little peach. So Louis Prima has him playing Sweet Georgia Brown. And as he's walking up on stage... He gets this crabby look at his face, and Ty Cobb gets on the microphone, and he says, when the song ends, leave it up to a Jew <laughs> to take a great song like that and have it be the theme of a big-end basketball team. 
<laughs> and Louis Prima said, man, that's not right. And he goes, shut up, you dago. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh my See, God. He, hates, he hates everyone. Like, oh, okay, Ty. Settle down, Ty. What is Cobb? Is that English? <laughs> yeah, I would think so. It's almost, it's like, it's so comically. Oh, it's horrible. Comi- you're almost like. It's, it's so like hateful. It's like, he, can he that. really be serious about it? Because who is, who, who hates that much? But. <laughs> Apparently, he, would, he, he would, did. He would actually file file his spikes. Yeah, he did. He filed them down. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, they'd be uh, sharper. So he could hurt. So he'd people. take out the shortstop. Yeah. Yeah. He, a, if you're interested, there, Tommy Lee Jones it? plays him. Oh, it's a really a great good movie. movie. What movie? Which movie? It's called Ty Cobb. Oh, and Ty Cobb. Oh, there's already. Yeah, yeah, it's maybe 20 years he old. He already got. He already got that. Tommy Lee Jones is really good in it. Who, by the way, is another just flaming prick. Is he really? Oh, God. Hey, if you had to be Al Gore's roommate, you'd be a prick. Well, too. that's probably true. Was he Al Gore's roommate? Yeah, at Harvard. Wait, yeah, what's wrong with Al Gore? He's Harvard not helping the world. I think it was Harvard. Harvard or Yale, I know that. One of those two. Uh, the family's down in a, in a sushi bar down in Florida. Your family is right now? No, they, we were. Oh, okay. And... That's my son, actually, down there. Yeah, so. no, I know. Oh, you know yeah, like, she's been here before. Yeah, no, you, I know, but I didn't know if you remembered or not. Yeah. You know, you got other things on your plate. So. I, I know, God. But so much <laughs> yes. going on right now. Just. <laughs> so we go into this place, and, and Tommy Lee Jones was sitting. He's married to an Asian woman. Mm-hmm. And so he just was sitting there having a good old time, and about a 15-year-old boy walks over to him. And before the kid gets to him, Tommy Lee Jones looks up and goes, Yeah, yeah, I know. You love my movies. <laughs> oh my god! What a jerk! I mean, you believe that? Yeah, yeah, I know. He's like barking oh, at a fifteen-year-old kid. There you go. People are such monsters. They are not the best. And by the way, well, uh, Sam was just talking about that. Actually, how people are crappy. <laughs> I mean, give just give them a little bit of money and some fame, and it just turns them into monsters. I can't wait till it happens to me. Yeah, Honestly, you can turn into a monster. Oh, I can't wait. Well, you know, we were talk- just talking mm. to Sam Jay about the fact that basically young white women are the problem. So, no, you, I'm ready. You are the. <laughs> I'm ready. Be, be part I'm of the ready. solution. I'm ready to be the problem. Uh, let me at it. Come on, I've got opinions. I, oh. I uh, went real. I went real white lady on a. A print shop the other day. Did you give them the finger? No, they just, uh, uh, I ordered prints that were supposed to be overnight, and they arrived yesterday, and I ordered them, uh, like, three days ago. And so I was like, how dare you? Do you uh, know who Jenny, I am? Don't you know who I am? I'm Jenny Zagrino. I'm at Acme this weekend. Well, here's the thing. So then they were like, well, I'll give you a partial refund, and I was like, Fine. And then I said yes. And then I think I called the company a bitch. And then I felt bad about it. So I tweeted at the company. I said, hey, to your customer service agent, I'm really sorry that I was a bitch. But the company can suck all the dicks. And then the company. <laughs> did, did Mr. Amazon call you back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you get a call back from him? Uh, Bezos, we're, bu- we're buds now. Um, was oh, that the guy? Bezos. I have yeah. no idea. You know, that's a- <laughs> but then I tweeted at it. And then uh, I guess the blue check mark worked, and they were like, "We're so sorry, Mr. Segrino. Here's a full refund." That is just mortifying. And I mortifying. was like, "Yes, uh, uh, uh." And then they liked one of my Instagram photos, which I found oh my to be god. really Ironic. weird. Suck it up, that to you. is weird. Okay. Oh god, uh, that's disgusting. Yeah, but I got my money back. You got your money back, <laughs> and you got your prints. 
What? You got your prints. They were just late. Um, yeah, I'm going to go pick them up. Guys, I'm going to have posters oh, you haven't at my picked show. Them up yet? No, they're at... Now, wait a second. So you're... They came in at like 8 o'clock yesterday. It was on stage. Was oh, it was yesterday? Just... Yeah. Oh, I thought this was like a week ago. No, no, so this is a like, new thing. You I guys... want them right now, but I'm not coming to pick them up no. for another week. I'm just saying that if you guys come to the show, you'll see these infamous prints. They're... Really? I designed the poster myself. It's... Okay. It's just okay. It's you're okay. not you're not loving it. It's Look, just okay. I, I did it in like an hour because I asked my older sister to do it, and she. You have an forgot. older sister. I didn't know you had an older sister. Yeah, I have a 32 year old one in L. A. Really? Yeah. Oh, she went moved to L. A. What's yeah. she doing in L. A. She's going to school. You have a sister that's 32 She's... and one that's eight. Yeah, 10. 10. 10. And a brother that's 40. Different. Something. Different mothers, though, right? Yeah. Different oh, okay. moms. But, uh, yeah, the older sister is in school for graphic design. So I was like, design a poster. And then she was like, yeah. yes. And then just never did it. So do you, you kind of live by your sister in L.A.? Um, kind of. But, but not I never that see her. Her phone is, like, lost on a daily basis. So I don't know what she does. She loses her phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's all I have to say. No, it's just, you, you have the same mother. As same this, mom. So okay. it's just that Olivia older has a sister and mother. I have, have the same biological parents. Is well, it's like the, my older the, brother, different dad, younger sister, different mom. So yeah. your older brother and younger <laughs> sister aren't related at all? No, not at all. Huh. Not at all. No. Did they like each other? They like each okay, other. I mean, good. he well, has like a daughter and 10, who's... it's like they don't really... Yeah, not a whole lot in common. Want to come over and watch I really don't like Olivia's opinion. No, I don't think so. I don't like Olivia's opinion. Oh, Olivia's got some opinions. Oh, she has a lot. She has phenomenal. She's great. She's gonna be. She wants to be an actress, and she keeps being like, "Put me in your movies." Well, and I'm like, I would love to get a movie to put you in. <laughs> you want to well, call my agent for me, please? We'll get it all taken care of. Yeah, you know, they. Will. I want to ask you about that whole family dynamic. That must be interesting. It's we'll, it's good. We'll be back, Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> Beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Little Johnny Mathis. My stepson's watching the podcast. He's your, one of your biggest fans. And he said to say hi to Jenny. Hi. His name's Brennan. He says, I'm a big fan. I recognize her from At Midnight. Oh, thanks, buddy. And he's only six years old. He's only six years old. No, he's 19. But he, he his college schedule revolves around... Not taking classes when the podcast is on. He listens to every day. Who loves you more than oh, me? That's, that's cool. what I want to know. My college schedule revolved around not waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> or noon for that matter. <laughs> you went to night school, didn't you? Yeah, oh. Andy, honest to God. I don't know how I did it. Ugh. Waking up at 8 a.m. every day, I'd rather die. Well, okay. I, up, I get up at 4, so, you know. Well, yeah, but you get to sleep by like 7. It's a lot of sleep. Yeah, what a boring life. Thanks. <laughs> Great to be here. Teeth out and toes up by 7.30, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm still, no, I go to bed at about uh, 8.30. I'm struggling to make myself tired at 4 a.m. I know. You don't get tired till about 5 o'clock in the morning. Do I don't you? know why. You're Maybe you should vampire. move. I've considered it, yeah. If, if I move, like, you know, to Japan? Six, six time zones west. And yeah, then I'll, you'll, then you'll figure it out. I'll move to out. Hawaii. Hey, what, is that bad? It's expensive. So? It's Hawaii. It is Hawaii. You can just, you know, live off the... Beach. The pineapples and stuff. Eat some wild pigs. <laughs> the pineapples. Well, in Florida, I <laughs> used to. Uh, we had coconut trees in the backyard and just take them off the ground. That's true. Yeah. Good stuff. There you go. It's, it's like all true. Moana in your backyard. Yeah. Okay, exactly. Now, okay. So I'm gonna get this together. 
Okay. So family dynamic. Very your oldest brother. To oldest brother <laughs> was brother. not your father. No. But it was your mother. Mm-hmm. Back and in she's Russia. Russian. Yeah. Back oh, it was in back, Russia. It was in Russia. Yeah. So how did your dad meet your mom? Uh, they were in New York, and uh, I think it was just like mutual friends. And there was a story that my dad said that him and his friends were doing like a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And the Ouija board was like, you're going to marry a woman named Laura. And then, like, met my mom. And then they started dating, and he was mad at his friends because he thought that they had set them, like, oh, they yeah, set the yeah. Ouija board up. Right. Um, but then they just dated, and then, boom, here we are today. Okay, so so your brother was My mom born. lied and said that uh, her son was her nephew. Oh! <laughs> that's nice. Okay, so... You, so Mr. Zagrino marries your mom. Yeah. Okay, then your sister comes along. She Yeah, she shows up. And she's how many years older than you? Well, a year and a half. A year and a half old. Yeah. Okay, then Irish you come twins. Along. Irish twins. Yeah. yeah. You know, the guy got... I've had people get really mad at me for that because I grew up Catholic, yeah. right? And Irish twins were always something. It was like two kids born in the same calendar year. Yeah. Or within a 12-month like period. like two years or something. Irish twins. I mean, and they got really, it's not funny at all. Come on. Yeah, get over it. (laughs) Get over it. Okay, Zen. Oh, my God. Is there going to be a Twitter storm against me now? (laughs) No, you'll be fine. Twitter rage? You'll be fine. The Irish Uh, are still sleeping. You're safe. Yeah, it's only, it's 18 minutes to two. We're good to go. (laughs) Um, Okay, so then who gave who the hook after that? Was dad or your mom? Like uh, like divorced? (laughs) Is that the question? Yes. Whose idea was well, it to get the Well, I was three, so I don't fault. really know. I think it was my fault. Was I think I fault. was the baby that was like supposed to fix it. Too much of a handful. Oh, yeah. really? They put I that pressure like, on you? That's oh, not good. That's to the deeper ditch theory. We've got problems, I mean, so let's dig a deeper oh, ditch. There's look. I got a lot of problems, but yeah, three, and then uh, then they divorced, and then. But you don't know who initiated the divorce. I I mean I think it was my mom. You think it was your mom? Yeah. Okay, well, she, I can, so I can see enough. that. What's your father's first name? Um, Jim. <laughs> you making that up? Making You're that lying up. like there's no tomorrow. Okay, Jim Zagrino. Jimmy Jeff Jeff Zagrino. Jimmy Jeff Jeff Zagrino. Yes, that's who it is. Um, What's a real Italian name? Fabrizio. <laughs> Isn't that an that's air Italian? freshener? <laughs> yeah, they said Fabrizio. Spray your room with a Fabrizio. Ah, Does no. your father speak Italian? He does. Oh, see, there you and go. Sp- and uh, and uh, Portuguese. And por- and oh, really? A little Portuguese. Spanish. A little Iberian. Yeah. Is he <laughs> from Europe, or did yeah. he just decide to learn? He's a worldly man. Mm. He's a worldly man. Yeah. He's a man of the world. Okay, then he met a woman from where? Where? Where's Olivia's mother from? Brazil. From Brazil. That's right. And me. they met when I was four. Oh, almost that immediately. Was, yeah, that was his girlfriend. And then Wait one day she disappeared. What? Yeah. And then probably got uh, killed by a cartel. Well, I mean, she's here. She's still alive. <laughs> she's still alive. They Did she her get though. killed and then brought back to life? They followed her here. Possibly life. cloned. <laughs> cloned, maybe. So, so she disappeared. What so do you mean? From, I didn't know where she went. I was, I was four. I didn't have concepts of what breakups were. So oh, so they did. He break broke up. up with her. Okay. Married another woman for ten years. Wait a minute. <laughs> 
So your dad's Papa's been married Zagrino's three times. Papa Zagrino's a worldly man. Yeah, all foreigners. You start all working foreign. on your Christmas all cards on Fourth of July. I mean. Oh, I got to figure out all the family <laughs> dynamics. So he marries a Russian woman. Marries a Russian woman. A Brazilian woman. Dates a Brazilian woman. Then marries a Bangladeshi woman. Bangladeshi woman. Yep. Okay. Um, no so children there though. No kids there. Okay. Um, and then they divorce. Um, then I remember he dated a Peruvian woman. <laughs> he dated a Peruvian woman. So he hates American women. He hates American women. Can't, can't stand them. Can't stand Other than his daughters. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think he hates us, too. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, hates all three he, of you. You know what? He loves my older sister. But not you. More. Well, because they think very conservatively. Like, my sister became a born-again Republican. A born-again Republican? Yeah. What is that? Imagine... Just imagine what like that's like. Re- religiously born again? Yeah, like, like it's it is her religion. What the politics or yeah. or the Jesus? Like the politics of it. Mm. What does she think? Um, she's like just very conservative now. She used to be uh, more of like a kind of liberal leaning. Yeah. And then she spent six months with my mom in like Which isolation. My Russian mom. So your Russian mom. Who's very conservative. And she mm. came back and she's like, you're all lazy. So wait. <laughs> like, okay. And then she moved to L.A.? <laughs> no, she's living in L.A. Why she just would... left for six months to go hang out with my mom. Why would you live in L.A. if you're conservative? conservative? Dude, I don't understand. Mm. That is a good question. Actually. I, was like, I was like, you can move to like, you know. Anywhere, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere so but Russian. California. Just avoid the big cities. Russian, avoid the coasts. Yeah, so Russian, Brazilian, Brazilian Peru, Bangladeshi, Peruvian. Bangladeshi. And then when I was 18, I wanted to contact her because um, I had the her? Brazilian. Oh, the Brazilian, okay. Because I just was like, oh, I never knew what happened to you right, guys. Right, right. And uh, I found her. We had lunch. And then I invited her to my graduation party. She met my dad for the first time since they broke up. And Ten then, years. Yeah. Okay. And uh, 14. It's 14 years. 14 years. And then okay. I went to college. And then like a year into college, they're like, oh, we're getting married. Really? Yeah. I'd, I'd like to meet your father. He's making me look really good he about my relationship really choices. <laughs> the three three that you've blown up sky yeah. high. Hey, two. now it's working Only out. Only two. Yeah. It only took a 14-year break. So now it is working out. So the yeah. Brazilian and, and uh, Fabrizio are getting along. Yeah, the fine. Brazilian and Fabrizio are having a great time. Everything is good. And they're in Eden yeah. Prairie. And they're in Eden Prairie. And it's it's good. He's got like a nice kind of quiet life. He's, you know. Is he a real, barber? Is he a barber? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw it. You know, a lot of it. It's, it's a chance you take with an Italian uh, man. He's, uh, no, he's just, he's just like enjoying his life. And like Olivia's very... Like, sweet and nice. She is very nice. And, like, I think my sister and I were a lot to deal with. No. <laughs> Maybe just I a don't know bit. if I'm buying that. And uh, so now he's like, I feel like he's doing everything right now. And so, then my job is to ruin that. Did you, do you get along with your sister at all? My older one? Yeah. Mm, we have our good days and bad days. <laughs> so, no. In other words, no. But we have. Mostly we do. Our entertainment reporter, Kristen. Yeah. Uh, lives in L.A., and her brother lives in, I think, Miami, mm-hmm. maybe Fort Lauderdale. And Both they, terrible places. <laughs> they block each other constantly on Twitter and Facebook <laughs> because, they're, because they're political arguments. Again. So they block one another all the time. Uh, it's like I Michelle mean, Tafoya and her sister, right? Yeah, yeah same it's, story. It's kind of like we'll hang out, and then it's just like that one thing. Like, it'll be really fine and nice, and then there's one yeah. thing like that'll what, set it off. Wh- like one thing she believes in that you just can't buy. Yeah, it's just be like, I'll just, I'll just like, 
something about like like let's like, say the tax bill, and she'll just like kind of go off and be like, well, and then I gotta. And then I got to, like, muscle up and be like, no. Are you knowing about the tax bill, or does she know anything about the tax bill? I mean, I know. No one, no. (laughs) No one really knows. I know a a few things that um, I'm not into about it. Are you a C-Corp? I am a C-Corp. I'm a corporation. I'll save money, So you're going to save a lot of dough. Yeah, but I'm I'm still not into it. No, I'm not saying you're into it, but you're going to, you know, it's typical to very wealthy like you. I'm so wealthy. <laughs> I'm so wealthy. Guys, now. I got two shots of espresso in my coffee. Oh, do you? That's how well I'm doing. Wow. <laughs> Sam J drank all the tequila while she was here. <laughs> so. You guys had tequila and didn't leave me any? Well, yeah, if you want some, there's some in the other room. Uh, no. We don't have a night. lot. She finished. Oh. She finished it? <laughs> well, I mean, there was like. <laughs> she finished the yeah, tequila. There was, was only a half a quart. Yeah, well, it was like only there was about a half a quart no. left, so she's fine. Last I really night, enjoyed it. Someone gave him. me a gummy bear last night, and that was it. Made you what? Someone gave me a gummy bear last night. Oh, a little pot. Yeah, and then I just ate a no, bag just of Doritos a gummy in the bear. hot in the tub before I went to bed. So that was, was my it, night. Was it sativa or indica? I don't know, but did you it, get high? I got real. High. It was sativa. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I just I uh, took a hot bath and ate a bag of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> Chips. Why? That's the way to do it. At least you don't get the orange stuff on you. No, that's exactly sort of right. Right. One, on the one top. Hand, get in the bath water. One hand is on Twitter. One hand was just in the bag <laughs> as the water's running. I'm just as, like, as you're in the bath. Great. <laughs> do you know how many milligrams you did? I was ten. Well, you shouldn't get that high. I'm, on 10 I'm a lightweight. Oh, you're lightweight. Yeah, I think I also then have. I also had a little inhale of a one hitter. Oh, you left that part out because that's okay. probably another Look, ten million. Look, guys, it was a, couple a rough, hits of it was a rough ecstasy, night for and Jenny. Why did you oh, and then Jack. someone gave me a bunch of mushrooms. You liar! No, you I didn't do the mushrooms. That's for, you got that's them for tonight. Well, I don't have them. Do you have any? What <laughs> <laughs> <If> you're, <laughs> <holding>. you? you're <laughs> what are you holding, man? <laughs> Look, Christmas is going to be hard for me. I need to really mellow it out. Are you going to be? Oh, so you're going to be? Yeah, I suppose you'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> That's yeah, true. You'll be a... working tonight and tomorrow night at yeah. Acme, uh, 8 and 10.30 both nights, we yeah. should mention. By the way, at Acme, if you've never seen Jenny, she goes here. It's very funny. Oh, if you guys come to the 10.30 show and you wear your ugliest holiday outfit, look, it's got to be really ugly and horrible. Would this qualify? That does suit Kindle. qualify? What? Because they have the what? pants that go I with mean, it. I mean, pretty <laughs> horrific. It's 14 bucks at Sam's Club. <laughs> it was $14 at Sam's Club, so that's uh, good. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty good nightmare outfit. Mm-hmm. But uh, if someone negative. else shows up with a better one, they could win a free Kindle. So if You're you giving away a Kindle? I'm giving away a Kindle, yeah. Where'd you get that for free? Um, from somebody. I knew it. <laughs> See, I knew it. I'm giving away a Kindle. It's not... Look, I, I asked my family, I was like, who wants a Kindle? And everyone was like, no. no. What is this, 2008? I was like, I was like to my brother, I was like, my brother, he never gets good presents. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him this present. He's going to be so excited. You know, because everyone just gives him, like, T-shirts and whatever. And then I get there, and I'm like, Dima, I love you so much. You've been such a great person to me. I wanted to give you a really nice present. And he's like, oh, I have one. I don't want it. And I was like, okay, well, here's the T-shirt from Prague that I got you. Yeah, so I ended up just so giving him a that. T-shirt. So he liked the T-shirt he from Prague. He liked the T-shirt. All right, well, that's yeah. good. So a 40-year-old guy, you were going to give a T-shirt. I'm, well, I had I went to Prague, so I got him a gift anyways. But then the, the other, the Kindle was like the icing on the cake of did like... You, did you stand up in Prague? I did. How was that? It was really fun. It was, I did, I just did a European tour. I went to, I did comedy in London, in uh, Scotland, 
Prague, Tel Aviv. Um, oh and then God. I just, and then I was in Copenhagen for two days and didn't do stand up, and it was great. Where were we in Scotland? I was in Edinburgh. I went actually. Oh, the, yeah, I went Edinburgh's to, great. I went to uh, uh, the Highlands and I went to the Balvenie Distillery. Oh, you did? Okay. And I got real drunk. Not you. Oh, it was great. <clears throat> I tried a 42 year aged whiskey. 42 years. Oh, it was so good. Was it delicious? It was really good. I would imagine it's probably true. Oh, it was great. So you're having so fun. fun. You're out working a lot. You're traveling yeah. the world. You're having fun. So life is good. Life is pretty good. Not good. Not really good. <laughs> it's just pretty kind of pretty it's good. It's so hard for me to not to hide my feelings. But no, everything's <laughs> everything is really good and fine. Um, it's just like it, there's like in this business, there's really high highs and there's low lows. And then there's like a chugging away to the next high high so right. i'm at the i'm at the chugging where i'm like i've actually got some stuff next year you'll see that'll be really good okay coming now, out. are you following fabrizio's lead and breaking up with 50 guys is that what you're doing i'm i'm exiled to the island of singledom right now <laughs> you're exiled i have exiled myself <laughs> you've exiled yourself yeah so that's a big difference though well i went to therapy and she was like I don't think you should be dating anyone. Ever. And I was like, you're probably right. <laughs> you should never Pretty much, date. she was like, I was like, I'm on Tinder. And she's like, how does it make you feel? And I was like, terrible. And she's like, well, stop doing it. Stop doing and I was Tinder. like, does it- that's why I pay you. <laughs> what time do you have to leave? Here? Yes. I don't have anything to do. Okay, can you stay till quarter after? Yeah. Because I want to talk to you about that. Therapy or being single? All of it. Okay. And Tinder. I want to talk about Tinder Let's and I want to talk about all that stuff because that stuff, I don't know how anybody deals with that. Uh, no one should. Okay. okay. We'll be right back more. Jenny Zagrino <laughs> at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 1030.